Chaim, Chaim, everybody. A good yontif, a good yark, see the chasim atayva. Hey, bourbon over there, I want. So first of all, first of all, a big ashikayach to all the sponsors, first to Anonymous, and the schos of Rabbi Shail, Rabbi Moshe, should be a male t'yosha for all of us. And also to uh, DJ Elephant, for Yosef, the sponsor of in the schos of the Balatanya, the Goisamagi, the Balshemta, of all the Tzadikim Primium and Tzadikim Mitium, should be Zaycha, all the sponsors, and all of us here, all of Kaiser, should be Zaycha, the Shefa, Brachavat, Slacha, Adoni, Dai. Amen. Alright, so I'll tell you like this you know, Yutes Kisli Bemis starts off as a Yontif by Chabad. But like many good things, things start in Chabad and then they spread, you know? So, the way of Chabad was the by Yontif, by Yutes Kisli, by Yon Kisli. So a mimer said, deep Torah said, it was usually said by the Rebbe, uh, the Rebbe said it. So, you know, in that way, so let's say some deep Torah, but because I'm a nobody, so we'll have to say a beterst feeling. This is something I've been thinking about this sugya, the truth is, there's I didn't know that we were going to sing this song the, for the Rebbe Melech. It's mamish exactly what I've been thinking about. This, I'm not going to address it openly, but there's a yonah that's been going on in the world uh, in recent times. Pure Lavavas. Pure Lavavas. And I don't like pure Lavavas. So we're going to talk about Achtos and Yichud. That's what we're going to talk about. And it should be a tefillah. That should be zachet to say, to see in our times, in our, in our days, with our own eyes, the Yichud, the unification of all Mishmas Yisrael, all Lavavas Yisrael. Tachas Kanfi Yashchim Rebiyas Kol Tzedek. So it's kind of like this. You know, Yutas Kisif, as we know, historically, that was when the Balatanya, who was imprisoned for teaching Chassidus, for spreading the Torah of Hashem. So that's when he was saved from prison. That's when he left. And the Balatanya understood and was already a cabal that he had from his rabbi, the Mizutra Magid, going back to the Balsham. That the Balatanya's exodus from prison, when he was freed from prison, that was the opening, that wasn't just his personal redemption, that was on some level a new chapter in Hafatis Mayanis, a new chapter in Tarsab al There was a, not just a quantitative change, but a qualitative change of Tarsab al pre-Yuteska slave to post-Yuteska slave. So as we have to figure out, what exactly was that new Bechina? What's that new element of Tarsab al that now we have access to post-Yuteska slave? What exactly was different? We understand that after Yutas Kisit, the Baltanya taught more Torah. He added more Shurim and more Sichas and more Mamar. But that's just in quantity. But in quality, what was the Chilak? So it's interesting. When the Baltanya was free from prison, so he didn't go straight home. He didn't go straight home. On the day of Yutas Kislev, which is the day of the, of the pigeon, the day of his, uh, of his exodus from prison, something strange took place. And the person that was taking him out of prison had the wrong address. And they brought him to a house of a misnagid. And for a few hours, the Balatani was stuck in the house of the misnagid. And the misnagid, he was denied, he was a guest by the house of the misnagid. And the misnagid was mamish giving him tsaris. The Balatani said that he had more tsaris during those hours by the misnagid than he had all the time in prison. So that's why the truth is, he was, he was taken out of the Misnagid's house already very close to Shki already by uh, Yuteske. So that's why by a lot of but a lot of chassidim, they'll celebrate this case a little bit later, extending it to Chav, because there was like a little, the, 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 the Gemara Pidgin. 
But let's understand. Let's let's have deeper eyes. If Bashkocha Pratis, the redemption of the Balatanya was to the house of a Misnagat, then it must be that this new chapter of Tarsal Balsham that was revealed through Yutas Kesev is a Vachin, it's a quality that unites the world of the Misnagdim and the Chasidim. It must be a type of Torah that unites the Gain and the Balsham. And the truth is, we find this somewhat openly from the Balatani himself. After he came out of prison, the whole thing, when eventually he got home, so he wrote a letter to all of his chassidim. It's in the print in the back of Tanya, in the Geras HaKadosh. It's the second letter printed over there. And let me just share with you a couple lines from this. And this is the theme of the letters. It's not a long letter, but just a couple lines. It starts with the following Pasuk that we have from last week's parasha. Katayiti mikol chassad mikol ames. All right, Yaakov, you know, says, Hashem, all the kindness, I feel so humbled from all the kindness and all the chesed that you've done to me. And said the Tanya, Shabakol chesed, the chesed, Shakadosh Baruch Hu Aisala Adam. Every time the Rabbanu Shalom does a kindness to you, Tzarechli Yishfal Ruach B'Moid. The response always has to, has to be more humility. More humility. Why? Ki chesed u'bechinas kir v'salakim mamash. Because when the Rabbanu Shalom does a kindness to you, it means he's bringing you close to him. V'chol akar v'lashem. And the sign of closeness to Hashem, or increased closeness to Hashem, the Yeser says, it's The more you are close to God, the more humble you, f- you should feel. And so the more chesed a person is given in life, which is Rabbanu Shalom offering a hand to you, the response always has to be more humility. So said the Tanya, and this is the point of the letter, and understand, appreciate this, this is the first and only letter the Baal Tanya sent talking specifically about this in of Yutas Kislev. So it must be that this message it's Tzmzach. It must hit the essence of what Yutas Kislev is. What's the message? Therefore said the Tanya, I'm now sending a message to all Anshish Lemeinu, to all Chassidim. Regarding all the great kindness that the Rav Hashem did to me and to all of us by redeeming me from prison, to hold on to the meat of Yaakov Avinu, to be more humbled by the chesed. In what way? Not to become more, 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 more conceited than the misnagdim. Not to hold this against misnagdim. Not to talk in a chutzpidik way. Or to yell at them, to scream at them. Such a thing. I'm warning every single one of you not to use this as a way of, ah, oh, see, we're right. And see, in such a way to put misnagdim down. The response should be with more shiftless, with more humility. With more humility. They mean this emes in a real way. Humility before every person. With a soft tongue, a soft language. <clears throat> Our enemies, the Misnagdim, should treat us in kind. This was the message. So it's a pella. So I understand it's, a, it's an important point about Tanya saying it's, it's good. When a person is given chesed, to be humble, not to fuel the fire of machlekes. But it must be, but, but, but this is not a side point. This is the response that the Balatani offered to his chesedim for Yutas Kesev. Which means the Indian of Yutas Kislev, as I said a second ago, is a gilu of Tarsa Balsham, a gilu of Chasidis, in a way that actually unites the Goyen and the Balsham. 
This is why it's brought, it's, it's, uh, it's Kabbalah by, by the Chassid, and then when the Baltani was in prison, the moment that he was taken out of prison, so he sang to him, and the Pasuk that he was off to was, Pada B'Shalom Nafshi, that I, my soul has been taken out, has been redeemed with peace. B'Shalom Nafshi, Ki because many people are with me. So the whole Inyut Eskisiv is this Inyut. So we have to understand that. Now in order to understand this, we have to go a little bit deeper into who the Gain was, what the Baal is about, what's the root of the period of that division between them, and then somehow we'll bring them together. So it's like this. We know it's a Kabbalah from the Tamil Hagra, it's well known, that the Gain said about himself and he said about his own Neshama, again, we're not, we have no Shaykh, Estendi Siddiquim, but Peter's Tefillah, you know? He said about himself that he was a Bechin of Yosef Atzantik. We know we're into the parasha, parasha of these parashas at the end of Bereshah, it's all about these two camps, Yehuda and Yosef. Yehuda and Yosef. And they don't seem to get along. They seem to be just impossible. Just impossible. The Goyit said about himself that he was the Bechin of Yosef. Now, on the other hand, we know that the Baal Shem Tov also attributed himself to the world of Yehuda. So this divide between the Goyin and the Baal Shem, that Yutas Kisif comes to bring together, is the divide between Yosef and Yehuda. Therefore, in order to understand the Sugi, we have to go a little bit deeper into Yosef and Yehuda. Yeah? You with me so far? Okay. The Zohar Kodesh were taught the following thing. Let's make things... I, I like making things, like, complicated. You know what I mean? And then you come out the other end, hopefully either more confused or less confused. There'll be certain things that you maybe come away with more clear and less clear, but that's the way Tyre, you know? That's the way Tyre goes. Sessions are like this, to identify what, is, what exactly is the essential chilek between Yosef and Yehuda. So it's well known, the Zara says that Yosef that comes from the world of Rachel Imenu, I've mentioned this many times, Rachel Imenu and Yosef, that's what's called by the Zara Alma Dizgalia, the revealed world. The revealed world. Whereas Leah Imenu and Yehuda, it's the opposite, that's Alma Dizgasi, the hidden world. And there's a number of events in their lives, in the collective lives of Rachel and Leah, that bring out this point. First of all, uh, it says in Pasuk that Rachel and Yosef, Yifas Tar, Yifas Mar, Yifetar, Yifemar, are very attractive people on the outside, revealed world. Whereas Leah is what? Is Ene Leirakis, her eyes were not so beautiful. Hidden beauty. Rachel is revealed beauty, Leah is hidden beauty. Yosef is the Tzadah, Yosef is his Kedusha, is out in the open. Everyone sees him and sees the Kedusha emanating off of him. That's the revealed world. Yehuda's what? Yehuda's not so Pasha. Yehuda and Tom are crazy stuff. The Kedusha of Yehuda is hidden. Rachel Imein was buried where? Out in the open, on the derech. That's the revealed world. Yehuda, Le'imein, world of Yehuda, where is she buried? A cave within a cave, Maris Machpel, the hidden world. So Rachel and Yosef is the revealed world. Le'ah and Yehuda, the hidden world. Here's the problem. It's a big problem. And the truth is, a number of the Chavr the past week have ask me this question, each one in a different way. So I figured it's about to talk about this. The kash is like this. Chazal say the following thing. We know in the parasha, so Yosef Tzadik, Yosef Tzadik is Mekadeh Shem Shemayim. Chazal say. It says in Tehillim, Eidus be a Yosef Samay, Shamay. It says in Pasuk that Yosef was given an additional letter of his name, Yosef, letter Hey, Y, as opposed to Yehuda that has the full name Yudke Vavke in his name, Say Chazal. Yosef was Mekadeh Shem Shemayim B'Seser. 
Yosef sanctified God's name in private, in a hidden way. No one knew about it. It was just him and Asia's Potiphar. He was sanctified Hashem's name in a hidden way. He gets one letter. Yehuda was Makali Shem Shemayim Begoli in an open way, in a revealed way, by Tomar, Tzad Kamimani. So therefore he has the full name of Hashem. Writes the Maharal, and that's exactly Bashkal Chapratis. Yosef sanctifies God's name in a hidden way because Yosef is hidden. Yehuda sanctifies God's name in an open way because he's revealed. It's the exact opposite of what the Zara said. Another quality. It says in Pasuk about Yosef at Tzaddik that he was Ben Zakudim, right? Yosef, Yisrael loved him, Yaakov loved him because he was a Ben Zakudim. Targum Unkla says Ben Zakudim means Bar Chakim. The one child that was given Chachma. What does Chachma mean? Chachma is always a code word in Torah for what? For Pneumis, for Kabbalah. Chachma Nisteris. Chachma Sanister. It means Yosef HaTzadik was from all the Shvatim, the one that was given the hidden wisdom. Whereas Yehuda, Chazal say about Yehuda, that Yehuda had the Kayach of what? Yehuda had the ability to learn Torah Sanigla, to learn the revealed Torah properly and to get the Halacha. So we have a steer over here, if you're keeping score. On the one hand, Rachel is what, Yosef is what, is the revealed world. So he's the open tzaddik, he's attractive, Rachel is, is, is buried on the road, revealed, revealed, revealed. Yad Mitzat Shaini, he sanctifies God's name, hidden, in a concealed way, Bitzniyas. And he's involved in what? In Chachmas Nister, the hidden Torah. Whereas Yehuda and Leah, the Zara says they are what? They are the hidden world. So Leah is not so attractive. Yehuda's Kedusha is not so seen. Raleigh was buried in Mars and Achbel, everything's hidden. Yet Mitzat Sheni, Yehuda sanctifies God's name out in the open. And he is involved in Niglasat Torah, in the revealed Torah. So what's going on over here? I thought Yosef, is Yosef hidden or is Yosef revealed? Is Yehuda hidden or is Yehuda revealed? Which one is it? So this is, this is the Yisrael. This is the Yisrael. So it says as follows. There are two different types of neshamas that the Rabbanu Shem created in the world. There are two different types of neshamas. There are neshamas, I'll use the, the shprach from the Smarak Daish, and then I'll, I'll try to explain. There are neshamas that come from the world of Atzilus. What does Atzilus mean? Atzilus means, though, you know, in our language we would call them the Oilamas Halyayim, the higher world. Atzilus literally means the dimension of reality that's godliness, that's God Himself, it's coming from that place of divinity beyond Gashmias, beyond anything that's separate from divinity. It's Elukus. That world of Elukus, that world of Atzilus. The word Atzilus comes from the word Eitzel, which means next to, next to God. Or Natsal, yud from, like a, like a rock that's yewed from a mountain. It's Mamish, of the same material of the mountain itself. The world of Atzilus, the highest, highest realm. The nature of those Neshamas, let's understand. The nature of Neshamas that are coming from the highest place, from the place of Elukus, Mamish, there's a funny dynamic. When you ask God, if you were to ask God, Rabbanu Shlomo, what is the tachlis? What's the tachlis? You know what the Rabbanu would say? The tachlis is planet Earth. If you come, if your neshama comes from the deepest, deepest, most secret place that's called Atzilas, then you are naturally going to be driven to what? To come down into the world. Because if you ask God, when God created the world, He already was in that high, high place of divinity. He already was. That's called a seed, you know? It's like if you ask, if you had a seed of a tree, right? And you ask the seed from the seed's perspective. 
What do you want? What's your perfection? What's your shlemus? For where do you go in order to become complete? The seed would say, I need to turn into a tree. And if you ask the tree, tree, where do you get, where do you get your perfection from? What do you desperately want? You know what the tree would say? I want to get back to the seed. There are neshamas that come from atzilas. There are neshamas that come from the highest place of divinity. And those neshamas are woven into their very identity. Their very dynamic is what? Is to want to be part of a chavra. They want to be part of this world. They feel comfortable down here. They want to be down here. They are, they are given with this, they have this natural instinct, this natural sense that shleim is perfection. Their tachlis is to move from the highest place to go down. And then you have neshamas that are coming from the world of Asiya. Neshamas that are, that, are, that are created with a quality of being separate from divinity. They are the tree, not the seed. And if you ask those neshamas, Chavra, where do you feel your shlemas? Where do you, where do you feel yourself drawn to? Where is your avayda? What are you supposed to do with your life? They'll tell you that my avayda is to get out of this place and to go back to Atzilas. You see, the nature of, of Avoida is always to complement yourself with the opposite. However the Rabbani Shalom created you, in whatever position the Rabbani Shalom created you, your purpose and your sense of Shlemus is always going to be to go the opposite direction, to complete yourself by going the opposite. If you are created with a Neshama that's the nature of this Neshama is the seed, is divinity, where everything comes from, then your shlemus, your sense of perfection, is going to be trying to bring that out into reality. It's going to be coming down here into planet Earth. But if your neshama is what? Is coming from that quality that's already called the tree, it's called reality, then your sense of shlemus, your sense of purpose, is what is going to try to be, to go backwards, to go back to your shayrish. The seed wants to become a tree, and the tree wants to return to be a seed. And that's, that's necessary. The shlemus of a seed is to turn into a tree, and the shlemus of a tree is to keep, keep connection to where it comes from, to hold on to its connection to where it comes from. Parents want to have children, children want to have parents. The shlemus of a parent is to have a child, and the shlemus of a child is to have a parent. The neshama of Yosef HaTzadik. The nature of Yosef HaTzadik is, as the Zohar says, Almedes Galia, the revealed world. Yosef HaTzadik's neshama and all Jews that come from Yosef HaTzadik are going to be, their neshama is you, and where do they come from? They come from the world of nifrod, and they come from the world that already is, the world of reality, not divinity. They come from reality, from poil, from, from that which is tangible. That's where the neshamas come from. Alma Dizgali, the revealed world, that's Yosef. So therefore, he's extractive on the outside. His kudush is on the outside. Rachel Amin is buried on the derech. That's all true. But because of that, when you ask Yosef HaTzadik, Yosef HaTzadik, where is perfection? Where do you desperately want to go? The answer is, not here. Because wherever you come from, your avayda is to go the opposite place. Because Yosef HaTzadik comes from this place, from the place of Bri Yitzin Asiyah, from the world of Asiyah, from the tree as it came from the seed, so therefore the avayda of Yosef HaTzadik, the deepest type of Yosef HaTzadik, is to go back to the seed. Therefore, Yeshua Tzaddik is drawn to what? To Kabbalah, to Primis HaTorah. He doesn't find satisfaction in Nigla. Why? Because Nigla is where he comes from. And the Shlemus of his Neshama is to go to the opposite of where you come from, to complete yourself by balancing yourself with the opposite. So Yosef that comes from the revealed world is drawn to that which is secretive. 
Yosef Tzadik therefore sanctifies God's name, his avoidah, not where he comes from, but his avoidah, is to sanctify God's name in a hidden way. The opposite is true of Yehuda. Yehuda, the secret of Nishmas, Yehuda, the soul of Yehuda, is what is that it comes from Atzilus. The soul of Yehuda is coming from that hidden place. The Zohar is right. The Zohar is identifying the essence of Yehuda's Neshama. The essence of Yehuda's Neshama is that it comes from divinity. And because it comes from divinity, which is hidden, which is mysterious, so Leia is buried in Mars Machpela, and, and, Leia, and Leia is not attractive, and Yehuda, his Kedush is hidden. That's who he is. But just as if you ask God, Rabbani Shalom, why did you create the world? And God would say, not for Olam Haba. The Rabbani Shalom would say, I created the world for Nigla. I created the world for down here. I want Asiya. I want planet Earth. So Yehuda that comes from that place of the sea, that place of divinity, his avoid, his shleimus is what? Is to go down, is to go down, is to descend into planet Earth. To be, to be human. And therefore Yehuda is drawn to Nigla's Atar, to reveal the element of Tyre. Yehuda sanctifies God's name in an open way. This is the difference between the Goyim and the Baal Shem. See, people think, people make a big mistake. I don't know, it's, it's Torah why this happened. But the, the, people think that like, the Baal Shem is into Kabbalah and the Goyim was not. It's Mamash Van Hapechu. Mamash Van Hapechu. The Vilna Goyim was Roisha, Veruba, and Pnimis at Torah. Completely. Kol Kuli and Pnimis. The Goyim was what, what? The Goyim was Mamash hidden. He had a few Talmidim and that from there comes the whole world of the Vilna Goyim. But the, the, the Goyim was a hidden tzaddik. The Goyim defined himself as the Yosef tzaddik. The way of Yosef tzaddik is that he starts off below and because of that he's drawn up. That's Yosef. So the direction of Yosef and all the tzaddikim of Yosef tzaddik are going from below. They start off below. That's where their neshamas are hewn from. And therefore they're drawn to go up. They're drawn to escape. Whereas the Baal Shem is not like that. The nature of Yehuda is what is the opposite. Because they come from above, and they come from a hidden place, the Baal Shanta was hidden for the first 36 years of his life, but because they come from a hidden place, from that place of Atzilus, therefore their nature is drawn, their shlemus, their avayda is what? Is to become revealed. Is to come down to planet Earth. This is why the way the Baal Shem originally, we all know, was what? Was amcha, was to deal with the hamayin am was to gravitate to the average person, to say stories, to be to talk simple things. So many stories like this. Valshantov would go around and have simple conversations, and many of his Talmudim would ask him, Rebbe, why are you talking about Stam and Yon with people? And Valshantov would say, you know what happens when I talk to a Yid about his Parnasa? And it's natural that the first thing that I ask him, Lord Rebbe, how are you doing? What's the first response? Even if he doesn't mean it. The first thing is, Baruch Hashem. Said the Valshantov, you know what's going on in Shemaim when he gets his Baruch Hashem? The nature of the Baal Shem was to be drawn to Nigla, to the revealed. The, the Groh was screaming Chai V'Kayim for people to learn Kabbalah. That's the whole thing of the Groh. Think about this. The, the, the style of the Groh Svarim, the Bir HaGroh and Shulchan Aruch, and the Bir HaGroh and Zayar Kaddish, and Tekun Yezer and Sefer Yitzir and Safed Tzneisa. The style of the Groh is one thing, which is to explain, to show all the Halachas of Shulchan Aruch, where it comes from in the Gemara. To take that which is revealed, to take the halacha pshuta, the simple halacha that you have on the Shulchan Aruch, and to show the seed that it comes from, the Gemara. The way of the Vilna Gain, the style of the Vilna Gain in his writings of Kabbalah is one thing, is to take all the Kisveri and to show where it all comes from in the Zayar. And to show where all the Zayar Kaddish comes from the five Prakim of That's the way of the Gain. Because the Gain is Yaisvat Tzadik, which is the Neshama that's hewn from the revealed from the, the tree. So the shleimus of such neshamas is to want to go back to the seed. 
Whereas the Valshantov is not like that. That's why it's well known by the Goin that at the end of his life, what did he learn? Just Chumash, just Tanakh. And from Tanakh, he saw everything. Because that's the perfection of his neshama to go back to where it all comes from, which is Tanakh. But when it comes to the Baal Shanta, it's not like that the Baal Shanta is coming from Yehuda. Yehuda is the opposite direction. He starts from above. It's Alma Diskas, it's the hidden world. And from there, he's naturally drawn down below to talk to people and to say Maisim and to talk Pashtas and to learn Nigla. To learn Nigla, to learn Halacha. Rabbi Nachman said about this many times. Rabbi Nachman's Torahs are Mamish Alma Diskasi, Mamish from Atzilus. But Rabbi Nachman said to his Chassidim, what did he tell us? Because them all the time. Learn halacha, halacha, halacha. Nigla, just pashtas, keep mitzvahs, pashtas and teminas. Because it's coming from such a high place, memela, they're drawn to pashtas and teminas. That's their shleimus, is to go to pashtas and teminas. To, hold, to do an, the object of the mitzvah. In other words, the Vilna Goyen, when he held Lulav and Esrik, when the Vilna Goyen lit Hanukkah candles, it wasn't about the chefs, it wasn't about the object, it was about... Uh, where this, where this takes you, it's about the move on, the Havana, the Seichel, the Hasaga. But the Baal Shem Tev, when he shook Lulav and what was it about? Shake Lulav Because he was coming from that place of Havana, he was coming from a place of Hasaga, and he was drawn to the Pashtas. His perfection was getting to the Pashtas. So these are the two worlds. So this makes, so this is a big problem now, yeah? So Mom's coming from different plants. So I understand where each one is coming from. But how do you unite them? How is that possible? Yosef is what from below to above. Yosef is what is tree to seed. And Yehud is what is seed to tree. How could they possibly be brought together? As you know, there's a teaching from the Ramchal. The Ramchal says that this is the job of Mashiach ben David. See, Yosef and Yehuda clash. Yosef and Yehuda do not find common ground. They're completely opposites. One's from above to below, below to above, completely different. The job of Mashiach ben David is what? Mashiach ben David somehow unites the two. Somehow unites the two. Brings these two worlds together. Brings Yosef and Yehuda together. And this was the Chiddush of what? Of Yudas Kislev, yeah? How? How is it possible? So this is an Indian that I spoke about maybe in Shulan a couple months ago. For those that were there, it will be mamik in it for those that weren't. It'll hopefully it'll help. There's a great teaching from the Rashash, Rishon Sharabi, one of the great, great, great Mikubalim from the Sfaradisha world, and it's this idea from the Rashash. I won't speak it in his language, but Rabbi Shachelia, one of the great Talmidim from the Balatanya, spoke about this and used this as a major part of his Torah. The great Talmidim of the Balatanya, and he says the following thing: the whole construct that we've been talking about until now, which is the higher world and the lower world. There's the tree and the seed. And, either, and if you come from a high place, you're drawn to a low place. If you come from the lower world, then you're drawn to the higher world. You know what Rabbi Aaron said? You know what the Rashash says? This whole idea of oil Masal Yaina, what does that mean? Like if you took a rocket ship, this is the mushroom that I gave a couple months ago. If you took a rocket ship and you went all the way up, what does that mean? So eventually you get past the, the, you know, the Milky Way galaxy, and you get all the way, all the way up, and then you get to the, the border of the universe, and then you break through that, then you get to the Kisah Kovid. What does that mean? So, I'll you in the higher world. Said Rebaran, the whole thing is, it's ridiculous, it's not true. The higher world doesn't mean a different place. It doesn't mean a different place that you have to leave this world to get to. Everything is Bechinas Oivi. Oivi means layered one within the next. The higher world, the Oil Masal Yonim, Atzilus. We have two opposite extremes. You have Atzilus, the highest world, and Asid. 
and asiyah, the most, most mundane, the most physical. Instead of thinking of them as what? As one above the next. We're on the bottom floor, and Atzilus is the highest floor. That's not true. The real truth is that where is Atzilus? Where is divinity? Where is the highest world? It's within this world. All you have, you're already in Atzilus. You're already in Atzilus. Where do you live already? You already live in Atzilus. You live in divinity. The Rabbanu created this world. This is the only world he created. But within this place, underneath the layers of this place, when you hold on to a lulav, instead of thinking that either I hold on to the chafzah mitzvah, either it's the object or it's where it takes me some other place. Where is this? It's in the lulav. The Rabbani Shalom is here mamish. This is the gilu of Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben David reveals that there's no big divide between Yosef and Yudah anymore. What Yosef is looking for and what Yehuda is looking for is the same thing. You're both looking for this. You're both looking for the object that's in front of you. Yosef's contribution is, Yosef tells Yehuda, don't be superficial. Yosef tells Yehuda, when you're in front of the chavr, when you're in front of other yidin, when you're putting on tefillin, look deeper into the tefillin. Look for something more. Look for something more. That's what Yosef says. That's what Yosef says. Yosef wants to see. Yosef wants... Plinius, he wants soy, he wants secrets. That's what Yosef wants. And Yehuda says to Yosef, mask him 100%, and guess what? The secret's right in front of you. This pair of film that you're holding in your hand, this shachras that you're about to daven, this mayrif, this kapitol tilim, this Jew that you're talking to, that's everything. That's atzilus. It's elikus mamish. Just deepen it. Hold on tighter. Appreciate what you hold in your hand. Appreciate the Jew that's, that you're sitting next to. That's the secret of elikus. The secret of Mashiach and David unites the two worlds of Yosef Yudah by saying that you're both look, what you're looking for is in the same place. You're both looking in the same place. And the Eitzah is to, uh, to, to be in where you are and to deepen your standing in that place. To stand in it ba'aymek. To hold on to it and say good morning and good night and good evening and good Shabbos and good Yodav to it. But to mean it with all your heart and soul and realize that that's atzilus. That's Atzilus. What Yehuda is looking for, what Yosef are looking for, is, the, is in the same thing. Yosef demands depth, and Yehuda wants something tangible. And the answer to both is, exactly, the answer is the same. That what? That, what, that it, it's a matter of having the tangible and realizing the depth in the tangible. It's all there right in front of you. This is what was revealed with Yudas Kislev. The oymik that was revealed with Yudas Kislev is, is that with the Baal Shem Tev, the way of the Baal Shem, which is to be with Yidin, and to love Yidin, and to be Poshit. And the way of the Vilna Goyen, which is to go deep, deep, deep. Yutas Kisev reveals that they're both looking for the same thing, and the solution to both is the same thing. Baal Shem Tev, you don't have to, it doesn't mean, if, if you're a Yehuda Diki Yid, this, your Shlemus, your perfection is what? is by talking to other Yidin, to be a Heverman, to be involved with other Yidin. But to realize that you have to connect yourself with the, with the Yosef HaTzadiks and to deepen the experience that you're having with other Yidin. And the Yehudas say to the Yosef, Yosef, you don't have to go to heaven to find God. God is right in front of you. God is in the conversation. Yosef brings depth to the experience and Yehuda teaches Yosef that the experience is all that you have to look for. And they complete each other in such a way. 
This is what was being revealed with Yotes Kislev. And this is, this is Hanukkah. You know, this is why, by the way, this is why Yotes Kislev is always hachana towards Hanukkah. The whole inn of Hanukkah is this inn of Meshech ben David, of showing that the highest place is found in the lowest place. That if you want to find that seal, if you want to find divinity, you want to find the seed, the seed is found in the same place the tree is. You want to find the tree, it's in the same place the seed is. In the Kisri, I read the reason was Magala, that you know why you like the Hanukkah candles low to the floor? Mikra Adin is supposed to be Lamata Masar Tfachim, low to the ground. You know why? He said the Ariyakadish. Because the light of the Hanukkah candles, the light of the Minar is what? Is our Ain Saif. It's the infinite light of God. It's the light of Atsilos. It's the light of divinity. It's the light of the seed. It's the light of the hidden world of Yehuda. It's where Yehuda comes from. And it's what Yosef Atsadik is looking for. The Chiddush of Hanukkah is a what? Is it? You take that candle and you light the menorah all the way down on the floor. And you say to yourself and you tell your whole family, you tell the whole world around you that where is God? You know where God is? Right in front of your face. You've always been looking for Him and that's where you can find Him, right in front of your face. But you have to look at what's in front of your face in a deep way. That's the Chiddush of Yutas Kislev. Not to go anywhere else. It's right in front of you. But to go Ba'aymet. This is why, by the way, you know, the second Lubavitcher in the middle of the Rebbe was a big, big, big Oivit. was a big, big Tzadik. And you know, wherever he traveled, wherever he traveled, he'd always travel with a, uh, with a band. Always, whatever he wanted, that he should sing Nigunim. Why? So the Tzadik said, said, because the middle of the Rebbe was such an Oivit, he, uh, he had such Tvekas, that very often when he was davening and learning, he felt that his Neshama was going to leave him. He was going to die. And so he had the, the chavr, the band, sing Nigunim in order to keep his neshama into planet Earth. That's, the, that's what Samuel Sadiq said. Let me say Kasha. When I hear a nigun, I feel more his spilus, no? If you're, if you're so misragish, if you're so emotional and so in a state of dvekas from a quiet shmenesrei, and then if the chavr is Nigunim, you know, if you have a b'joi singing a nigun like that, it makes it even more intense. So what's, your, what, so what's the Midrabah? Because he's feeling that he's about to die from dvekas, Nigunim. The answer is, the Nigun of the Mitla Rebbe is what is opening up the deepest level of Hasidus, the deepest level of Mashiach ben David. And the deepest tire of the Baal Shem Tev is what? Is that the Elokus that you've been looking for, the Elokus that your Neshama is drawn to, where is it? It wants Atzilus. True, it wants Atzilus. And where is Atzilus? The Nigun reveals that Atzilus is right in front of you. you don't, your Neshama doesn't have to leave anywhere. The Neshama doesn't have to go anywhere else. Right in front of you is Elokus Mamish. All you have to do is to want it and to have pneumistic eyes. You have to have the eyes of Yosvat Tzadik. You have to have the desire of Yosvat Tzadik to want that silos, but the Menuchas Nefesh and the Yishva Das of you to realize that that silos is right in front of you. And that deepest Gilu, that deepest revelation of what? That Atzilus and Asiya are literally in the same place. That's the revelation of Yutas Kislev, and that's the revelation of a Nigan. When we're about to sing the Dalabavis, the Nigan of the Baltanya. The inner dal above is, is what the four stanzas correspond to the four oilamas. Asiya, the bottom, Yitzira, Bria, all the way to Atsilas. And the Chiddush of Anigin is that it's right in front of you. When you look at another Yid and you say good morning, you say Shalom Aleichem, whatever it is, or you have an interaction, that's Elokus. You're talking to the Rabbanish This whole Yid of Yidin being different, there's no difference, it's all the same. When you have Yidin that are angry and they're Tzabrochim, it's because they're Yosef Atzadiks. And they don't like this world because they come from Asiya, they want Atsilas. 
And then you have other Yidin that are superficial and Shidchiyas. Why are they so superficial? Why are they happy with nothing, with, with superficiality? Because they come from Atzilus and they're therefore drawn to Asiyah. But the Chiddush of Yitzh Kisav, the Chiddush of Meshach and David, is that each one needs each other. The Yid that's sickened by Olam Hazah and wants God, he has to be shown that God's in this world. And the Yid that all he is happy with this world has to be given a thirst and a, and a drive to, uh, to want God, to want Atzilus. And they complement each other. New, you, have, you have a head for another, for, uh, for a couple more minutes, yeah, you're okay? Let me share with you something, it's a Chiddush, it's a Pel in Hanukkah, you see this. You know, we know when it comes to Hanukkah, when it comes to Hanukkah, Hanukkah, the halachas of Hanukkah was, it was established as Neru Shubesa, right? The basic halach of Hanukkah is to light a candle per night. One candle per night, you can have 50 people in the house, one candle per night. Mahadrin, Mahadrin is what? Neru Kalecha each person lights a candle. Mahadrin, Minna Mahadrin? So you light a candle per night. So it's a well-known machlekes between Taisus and the Rambam. What does it mean, Mahadrin Minna Mahadrin? Does it mean built on Mahadrin? That every single person lights one candle per night? Or no? Or does it go back? Then no, now there's only one minaira, and only one minaira, one candle per night. Listen carefully. The sheet of Taisus is, Taisus says, then why do you light a candle per night? In order that people should know what night of Hanukkah it is. Said Taisus, so if there's a million menorahs in the window, no one's going to be able to tell. So therefore, says Taisus, Mahajra Minahajra means only one menorah and one candle per night. The Ramam says not like that. The Ramam says, no, 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 no. Everyone light a candle. Just as Mahajra was, everyone light a candle. Mahajra Minah Mahajra is on top of that. Everyone light a candle, one candle per night. I, you worried about people not hopping one night? It is okay, so you try to, try to move the menorahs over. It's Machlag, is Taisus and Rambam. The biggest pella, one of the biggest Pelas and all of halacha is that when it comes to this halacha, Ashkenazim follow what? Follow the Rambam. Therefore, the minig of Ashkenazim is what? Everyone lights their own menorah, one candle per night. And the minig of Achenu B'nei Svarad is to what? Is to follow Taisfis, that only one menorah per candle, one candle per night. Why? The answer is what's the aside of Taisfis? Taisfis, the word Taisfis comes from the word Yosef. The sheet of Taisus is coming from the world of Yosef Tzadik. Yosef Tzadik, let's understand, when, when Yosef Tzadik looks at a mitzvah, what does he look at? What does he care about? The object? Nah. Yosef comes from the revealed world. What does Yosef want? He wants deep. He wants depth. He wants a message. He wants a move on. He wants a concept. Yosef doesn't want the object. So when Taisus, in the world of Yosef, looks at Mahajim and Mahajim, what's the idea of Hanukkah candles, Mahajim and Mahajim? What's the essence of it? To tell you a message. Not the object of the candles. The object candles, yeah. The message, how many days it is. So according to Tysus, that's the Ikra, how many days it is. And if there's anything that's going to confuse that, it's not going to die. So only one menorah. But the Rambam, the Rambam is coming from the world of Yehuda. The Rambam did what? The Rambam wrote Halacha Sefer, which is what? Which is Pajit. Ashkenazim come and make the Rambam complicated. But the Rambam wrote the Sefer Rambam for Hamayna, for the average Jew. The Rambam writes, all you need is Chumash and my Sefer and Zel. One of the Talmidim of the Rambam wrote a letter to him that, he, that this Talmud was starting yeshiva and he wanted to ask the Rambam what the curriculum should be. Do you know what the Rambam said? This is ready for older guys. The Rambam said the curriculum should be learn Tanakh, learn my Sefer, and if you come up with a piece in my Sefer that you have a hard time understanding, then look it up in the Gemara. That's what the Rambam said. It's the, whole, the Rambam wrote Mor Nevuchen. 
The Rambam was the Indian of the Baal Shem, the Indian of Yehuda, of trying to help Pasha the Yidin. That's the Rambam. And because of that, the way of the Yehuda is what? Yehuda comes from Atzilus. Yehuda comes from a place of divinity. So therefore, what is Yehuda interested in? The object. He wants practical, he wants tangible, he wants nigla. So the Rambam, when he looks at Mahajan and Mahajan, it's not so much about the concept, about the days, it's about the candles. The more candles, the better. So the Rambam, which is Yehuda, therefore the Rambam holds Mahajan and Mahajan is more menorahs, more menorahs. I, the message is getting confused. Okay, message. It's about the object, that's Yehuda. Taisus, which is Yosef, it's all about the message, about the move on. He doesn't want objects, he wants... Pneumius, he wants the Yosef, he wants compl complex. Tysus is hard, Tysus is complicated. The secret of Hanukkah, however, is what? Is Mashiach Medov. The secret of Hanukkah is the Hanukkah candle, which is the highest place, is found in the lowest place. The Hanukkah means Yosef and Yudah are one. Hanukkah means Yutas Kislev. Hanukkah means Ashkenazim go with the Rambam, and Svardim go with Tysus. That's what Hanukkah means, that they're both the same. What you're looking for, Tysus, which is depth and meaning, it's in the candles. And Rambam, when you're looking at candles, it's deep, it's meaningful. That's the Chiddush of Hanukkah. That's the Chiddush of Yitzhak Kislev. This is the type of Eden we have to be. The whole Indian of Kamavach Sheshem, the whole Indian of Kamavach Sheshem is what? Is to try, with our little desperate effort to bring these two worlds together, to try to bring Yidin to give us the, 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 the thirst, of Yisra Tzadik, to want Pneumius, to want something more, to want to learn about what Tefillin means, what's the Muvan, what's the Havana, where is Atzilos, to experience Elikos, to experience the hidden world. But at the same time, at the very same time, at the very same time, to realize that all of that unbelievable deep experience that we're looking for and the deep Havana that we want is in front of you, Mamish. And when you hold on to your friend by Elchadaydi, uh, and when you look at your friend and you say a kind word to him, that's Elikos. That's Elikos. That's what we're about. That's what this generation is about. This whole generation is very sick and tired of this period of Yosef one way and Yudin the other way. Of Yidin that are just superficial and Yidin that are just angry. That, the, 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 the opposite of what Yitzchitz is, is the opposite of Mashiach and David is. Mashiach and David means that every single Yid should be driven, mamish, with a fire for Elikos, a fire for depth, for depth, for depth. And where do you find that depth? Right in front of your face. Right in front of your face. In everything you come in contact with, that's where the Rabbani Shalom is. That's Yutas Kislev. Hashem should bless this generation and every single one of us to, bring, to be finally the generation to bring together these two worlds, the Almedes Galia of Yosef, the Almedes Kas of Yehuda, to realize once and for all that what we have all been looking for, we sh we, which was God Himself, is literally right in front of our face. The B.S. called Tzedek, Amen.